Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G, and it's Thursday, February 2nd. A Tesla Cybertruck prototype, which is likely a new build, has been spotted ahead of the production start. As far as we know, Tesla only has two or three prototypes until recently. During a conference call following the release of their fourth quarter results, Lars Morave, Vice President of Vehicle Engineering at Tesla, confirmed that Tesla built a fleet of Cybertruck prototypes. Flavio Tronzano posted an Instagram of a Cybertruck spotted in Palo Alto just yesterday. While it's hard to confirm that this is a new beta prototype, there are some new features pointing to such a conclusion, such as new triangular mirrors. The Cybertruck in the picture also appears to have a working tonneau cover, which was not seen on the last prototype. The same goes for what appears to be working side windows that don't have broken glass. Tesla recently said that it aims to bring the Cybertruck to production this summer, though we shouldn't expect volume deliveries until 2024. S&P Global released an interesting new research paper about nomad car buyers, which are described as people who buy a car brand for the first and only time and then return to the buying market thereafter. In the paper, looking at how these buyers are reacting to the current market, S&P Global found a clear leader, and that is Tesla. Tesla dominates loyalty metrics in this important nomad segment of car buyers, according to the study. Tesla has previously topped the list of most satisfied customers in the auto industry and has proven to lead in customer retention, of course, not just for the nomads. This should be an important concern to other car brands, as the electric revolution is bound to cause brand loyalty casualties, and they always jump ship, don't they? The Tesla Model S has broken the winter range record in a new wide-ranging cold-weather range test conducted in Norway. For years now, Norway has been conducting extensive range and efficiency tests in cold weather, which is a concern for many potential EV buyers in regions with a harsh winter. The Model S, which finished at 329 miles, was only 16.4% short of its advertised WLTP range, and it was the only vehicle on the list that passed 280 miles. The next runner-up was the Mercedes EQE 300, which saw a loss of 33% in the advertised range. The tests were conducted in the loop between Oslo and Herjurken at temperatures between negative 5 degrees C and negative 10 degrees C. Whether that's Celsius or centigrade, I'm not entirely sure. It's 14 to 23 in standard American degrees, if you're curious. Ford released its fourth quarter and full year 22 results, beating on revenue, but missing earnings in a disappointing showing. After ramping up electric vehicle production throughout the year, Ford sold a record of 61,575 units, up 126% year-over-year, making it the second-largest EV brand in America behind Tesla. The automaker says that they are organized and will report earnings in three business segments, including its EV unit called Ford Model E, and they will give a comprehensive overview of the company's performance. It doesn't appear to be segmented that way with the current report, unless I missed something. An investor conference call is upcoming, and I'm sure we're going to hear more about it at that point. Reuters claims that Volvo is gearing up for a more extensive brand overhaul than previously expected. Volvo has already announced its intentions to only sell electric cars by 2030, phasing out internal combustion engine models, including hybrids. But now, according to two people familiar with the matter, Volvo is preparing for an EV breakout, converting its entire base of models to electric. The plans are to convert three crossover and SUVs based on Volvo's existing lineup, the XC90, the XC60, the XC40, the S60, and S90. 
The move comes as Volvo looks to boost sales in Asia, where it believes it has a good chance of gaining market share, according to the sources. Luminar Technologies announced that EV maker Polestar intends to deepen its partnership by implementing a long-range Iris LiDAR into the upcoming Polestar 5. Additionally, the automaker has enabled consumer pre-ordering of the Polestar 3 to add Luminar LiDAR to the configuration starting today. The Polestar 3 is scheduled to begin deliveries in the fourth quarter of the year after officially debuting last October. It'll be the first SUV from the all-electric brand and its first model built on U.S. soil, although the first deliveries will be coming from China. Luminar's advanced LiDAR technology is prominent in the upcoming Volvo EX90 as well. The battery pack of an Audi e-tron has been seen in a video being ejected from a crash. Now, despite what extended family might say around the Thanksgiving dinner table, electric vehicles are starting to become the highest safety-rated vehicles tested in agencies around the world. In this case, caught on camera, a Toyota sedan collided with an Audi e-tron electric SUV at an intersection in Richmond, British Columbia. The battery pack of the electric vehicle was seen being ejected on impact. With the flammable material sent a few meters away from the crash site, rescue workers were able to block off the area and avoid any further injuries. Fortunately, the Audi driver, a 31-year-old man, was not seriously injured in the crash, and the 49-year-old Toyota driver was sent to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Nissan unveiled a physical EV prototype called the Max Out. It's a spacey, wild-looking two-seat convertible with attitude. There isn't a whole lot to say about it, since there's likely nothing on this car that will ever see production. But, no. In today's community comment found on YouTube, Leslie Weir says, It would be good for Nissan to actually start delivering the Aria, instead of trying to distract with a road rally car. Well, what do you know? It looks like Nissan is at it again with their concept car, jingled like shiny keys while the Aria has yet to be delivered. I actually got to drive the Aria last year in March, and I, I liked it. It was a perfectly competent electric SUV with a nice interior and flexible enough exterior. You could also read that as being bland. <laughs> I thought it would be a big seller and convert a lot of people to electric cars, but it needs to be delivered for that to happen. Still waiting. Honestly, I was actually considering the Aria to, for my own electric vehicle purchase, along with the Ionic 5, the Fisker Ocean, and many other ones. And really what it came down to was what I could get my hands on. Thanks for your comment. And thanks for watching Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G. And I hope you have a great day.